Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold, Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama, a cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hey, I'm Doug. I'm Boar. I'm Brandon. And oh man, I'm so excited. All six of my nipples are tingling. This is a time in our lives where we're ad-libbing and it just skids directly into a brick wall. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely a time in our lives. Yeah, it totally is. I don't know. It's a train. It's been a weird afternoon and a train of thought that has thoroughly derailed and crashed into a bunch of onlookers. So we're gonna we're gonna be talking about what's up with us, what's up with the the nerd world at large, and um. Well, some, I'm currently sweating. If you must know, we've been doing. You're sweating. I don't. It's cold in here, and my armpits are going. It might be because I'm drinking this shit. This green what shit. What is that? What it's cold with? in here. It's, I'm sweating. It's just. It's just a jar of chlorophyll. <laughs> chlorophyll more like borophyll it's chlorophyll i had nothing to do with that beverage uh to tell you what today when you have sex <laughs> you what today. when you have sex with plants you're a chlorophyll that is a very good point that uh no one has ever made to me i, I usually i mean like because you know the his di- plant bride is called chlorophyllis <laughs> is that That's true brandon yes it is wow yep hold on i gotta drink um, more from her what uh what's <laughs> Here, you want to try it yeah, right. what, what the what is this? It's it's chlorophyll, chlorophyll straight, straight from the cell. Oh, wall. you really shrugged it. I wasn't joking either. That's... Plant cells got the cell wall. I was expecting it to be alcoholic and for Cap to just do a spit take. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's actually, that's actually that's pretty good. Tastes a little bit like a uh, green tea, an unsweetened green tea, almost. Yeah, almost like a or a seaweed. Yeah, or like the bottom a, of the ocean. Like a green tea seaweed. Where the bottom feeders lead, lead, <laughs> live. Lead. Yep. Brandon's really into taking seawater, desalinizing it, and drinking it. With I, all the plankton intact. Hey, there's some birds that do yeah. it. I so. feel like a watery giraffe. Yeah. A giraffe of that, the sea. That's actually the, what it says on the product label. Oh. You'll feel like a watery giraffe. <laughs> Whatever that means. So what, what do you, what do you, do you, do you get pills and pop them into water and... and no, it's a liquid. It's oh, a pure... Oh, 
Well, okay, it's a. This is. Duh, this it, is a liquid. That tastes like a pill when you drink it. Plants don't have breasts. <laughs> How like does your plant Here's what happens. Make this. Here's what you have. Here's what what's, happens. What's a pill you take, taste like? You take a pill of chlorophyll. Oh, you don't want to know. The pill expands in your stomach, which some call a chlorophyll. And then you you take the chlorophyll and you vomit it back up into a jar, and now it's a full liquid dessert. Is it like those little pill? Are you sure you didn't swallow one of those little sponges by mistake? No, you just you get a packet <laughs> like of you get a, of sponges you get some like, chlorophyll and you get a packet of silica gel and you swallow them and then oh you God. jump up and down. A and little bit up. later, you chlorophyll some urine right the into the toilet. Anyway, why are, why are we talking about chlorophyll? You're the one that brought it up because you couldn't get a straight answer about what you're drinking. I've had so much today. I'm just like sweating green. I'm. You can't see it because my shirt used to be greenish. a white shirt, like a Gatorade <laughs> commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, what's up with everyone? Well, that's a good question. I was gonna turn it back on you, other than you know making. I mean, beautiful while I'm talking, sure. Plant I mean, life, but you want to know what's up with my life? What's up with your life? We uh, we just bought a house. You and Denica? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing more to it except it's it's cool. It's like 10 minutes from downtown. We got fruit trees. We got, we got a lot of real estate purchases attempting to happen Prices here are going up. With, you got to buy now while it's show. hot. You got, you got an orange tree? Dude, tree? We, oh, let, me, let me explain to you the trees we got. We got a plant hair oh, over here. We got a pomegranate tree. We got a grapefruit tree. We got a Meyer lemon tree. It's fancy lemons. Lemon. You got we a got lemon an tree. avocado tree. <laughs> We've got coconut trees. We got a banana tree. Did I say banana tree? We got a banana tree. I mean, they're all growing. They're all in mid-growing. I now, if I means. understand correctly, you don't even you don't own this house yet. You're just under contract. As of right now, it's about to go through, and everything has been finished. Like Tuesday, will be. We'll How did it. you manage that? In like a week. It took like a month for me. We like, don't fuck around. I, I put an offer down and got it got it accepted and everything. Like a month dude and they you. redid everything it's like new wiring new plumbing 1950s like solid concrete house wait so when are you moving in as soon as we can <laughs> next week i don't know what the hell we just want to be done it is ridiculous like comp- i've been i've been watching your struggle bore yeah and then this 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 clown car rolls in I, 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 like, I'm, I'm like <laughs> here here's a pile of money and they're like you're accepted for this loan and then you know it's they're like okay cool it's gonna take about a 45 days for this to go through and i'm like what the hell oh, it took us about two two weeks like two days what <laughs> to get everything approved we got the appraisal no, the inspection no, no, no. the loan I, I what the fuck <laughs> i don't know what to tell you dude dude man we got a good agent his name's man, terry i'll hook you up i don't know houses are for suckers <laughs> maybe Go it's the, the area I, I, I don't know house. see I, i've been through this process a couple of times and everybody tells me it takes about a month every time so I mean, that's why i'm so surprised that you're already through it i mean it would have been faster but there's something wrong with like the outlets they had to fix real quick that's it I experienced that too. You know, they forgot to ground all the outlets think, when they did the new electrical system. Brandon, I think you just moved into a murder home. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way they could get it. It's either that, it yeah. Fast. But you we should see the it. brand new tile floors well, in this murder home. Either well, that I mean, or that's, Brent, a, that's a that's a feature for you. Yeah, but <laughs> and the most important part is now there's a second toilet, so no one will ever have to see me again because I will be. I live half my life <laughs> in a toilet. I'm still suspicious about your, the expedience uh, of this. You'll, your, you'll your, have to your, see your it when it's wipes done. And uh, sit on that <laughs> toilet and be well, able to go. You ever seen um, Unbreakable? Yeah. You know the scene where the guy comes up to that random house and he's like, I really like your house. Yeah. He's like, okay. And he's like, can I come in? He's like, yeah. that's no, the house you moved into? No, I don't know you. And then he just kills everyone and locks them up and then takes the house. Yeah, that's, that's how that's... you get a house in Florida. Anyway, <laughs> oh. did, I, did I so house aside did i did i talk about my teeth yet on the show 
I don't think you did. So I got, I was say you guys probably know, but like, I haven't been to the dentist in over 10 years. Weren't we talking about this a couple of Yeah, I feel like we did yeah. talk did about talk? this. Yeah, but you've been I don't so you've know been if we since? got the resolution. You've been. So now you've been? Oh, I've only got half of my teeth done, and then I accidentally pulled one of my fillings out yesterday. Oh. What? I was trying to floss, man. I got caught, and I was like, this shouldn't happen. I have to call them was right away. Was it a away. temporary? No. <laughs> it was not. It was a, a permanent one? Yeah, I pulled a filling. I've it, never it was, pulled a firm, it, permanent filling like, out. By flossing? The place I'm going to is probably not the best place. Yeah, no. Where, where are you going to get your house? Oh, and how are you going to get your teeth? That's you not important. Oh, wait, did you go to Boar's Budget the, Industry? <laughs> the important thing is after 21 injections into my gums, I finally got 14 out of 28 teeth done. So halfway oh. there, guys. Fingers crossed. Oh, it's good. Come on in. I cock your tooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you say? I said, fill your tooth. There was a point when I was sitting there with, with my cock. mouth open for two hours, and they were like, oh, it's not working. Get the acid. Get the acid. It's not working. Uh-oh. And I was like, excuse And then afterwards, I was like, what Ten was minutes that? later, Brandon's yeah. tripping balls. After after that, I asked <laughs> them. I was like, he's got a house. I was like, what was the uh-oh part where you needed acid? And they're like, excuse me? And I was like, were you just? And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, shit. Trip so I don't know what's in my mouth right now. So what was did they did they find anything that I mean clearly if you're spending two hours in the chair? No, that's just because I'd so I there was a filling on every tooth requires a filling every tooth. All right, well then that's the no problem. root canals. How many? How many was the total? No root canals, no crowns. Okay. How many teeth? Yeah, total. Every single one. Yeah, but <laughs> twenty eight. Well, okay, I knew you had a number for how many well, how many fillings like, you were getting. There's a tooth that has on both insane. sides, so I think feel like that should count as twenty nine. But yeah, it does. But sure. they just count how many teeth need to be filled but anyway <laughs> house and of, teeth speaking of teeth uh we just recorded the uh the new series of call of cthulhu or at least two-thirds of it um not me what's that got to do with teeth well i mean something could happen to teeth it's it, nothing happens to teeth actually but you know you uh, might, you that's might find, not true maybe you might find teeth in places you don't expect just in your body like Looking in a tumor. For teeth in all the wrong places man you ever seen that movie teeth it's good <laughs> what <laughs> what just, movie teeth just teeth yeah, it's, it's the one where the teeth. lady has. I'm with Brandon on this. Yeah, you don't know about this. Vajayjay. Oh, uh, vagina dentata. Yeah, vagina dentata. Uh-huh. Thank you. I think we saw that. No, I didn't see it. Oh, you should see it. Vagina dentata. <laughs> what a what wonderful, a wonderful phrase. phrase. <laughs> vagina <laughs> dentata. So it ain't no passing craze. <laughs> okay. Means no penis. Means no penis for the rest of, the, the rest of, rest of your days. days. It's it, a kids. penis free <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> <Vagina> <laughs> <dentata>. <laughs> Anyway. There's no extra charge for that song. That yeah. that were, I mean, it will I, be on is iTunes. That the title available. of this episode. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we'd be infringing on Friday Night Fan Fiction's territory if we did that. <laughs> um, but uh, if you're not familiar with Call of Cthulhu, it's our RPG audio drama where we play the Call of Cthulhu role playing system and turn it into a 1930s radio serial. It was a one off. It was super popular. So now we're bringing it back. We don't have a release date yet, but we recorded two thirds of the second ser- series yesterday we're not even really sure how many episodes that represents we just recorded from from noon to 9 p.m and uh then we're gonna, we're gonna keep recording so it's a second one-off well yeah because i mean the thing about the call of cthulhu series it's a different the, the, it's different characters like, different cast the, the mortality in in this game in general is extremely high so maybe people will survive and maybe there'll there'll be some kind of con- continuity thread of some kind but uh generally we have to recast every season. <laughs> it's like, what if American Horror Story was about Lovecraft and it was funny and good? <laughs> hey, there was that one season with Stevie Nicks. I've heard Stevie that's the Nicks? worst one. Oh, that's the only one I've seen. They <laughs> brought so. Stevie Nicks in for American Horror Story. Yeah, it she's was, the, it was she's a the white witch. about witches and oy. the co. Oh, is it the? Co- I thought it was pronounced the Coven. I've been reading it wrong. 
I didn't know it was the coven. That makes more sense with witches. You, Wait, see, you ever see American movie? American I've movie. I've seen several. American yeah, movies, I, I literally just saw no. American movie where this exact conversation. Coven coven. Yeah, yeah. Wait, really? No, I have no I, idea what that I, is. I, an indie, it's a, first of all, let's, if you haven't seen American movie, go see American movie. I saw a trailer for it when it, when it was coming to theaters. And is it I, new? I thought it was no, a mockumentary. It's, it's, like 1992. it's real. It looks like a mockumentary. It, it, it is 100% real. Yeah, it's 100% real, but it looks like Spinal Tap for independent film. Yeah. And and it is about an independent filmmaker who made a bunch of strange horror films such as Coven. And someone's like, no, it's called Coven. <laughs> but, and he goes, no, no, Coven sounds like oven and that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coven. But so Coven. Yeah. yeah. Coven. Yeah. American movie. It's really good. And this conversation happens in it. <laughs> All right. Seth MacFarlane is a big fan of, of American movie. I, I didn't know that. There, is, there are lots of references. Well, that definitely makes me want to see it guy. now. Are there really? Yeah. I didn't realize that, huh? Interesting. Interesting. Um, so that's, so like I said, no release date for Call of Cthulhu series two. Um, but man, I, uh, I did, Ooh, I did, I did more research for that than I've ever done for anything before. I, I, we don't have any returning cast members except, except me, which was even like on the fence. Uh, then the game master and I decided that, uh, that I would perform a specific function in the plot. And so I researched a character who's very involved in the occult. Do you think you did too much research? Not really, but it does certainly feel like it. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to show. When my gaming becomes it's just not gonna show. pure research, that <laughs> loses the fun for me. I don't want to have to research in my games. Well, I mean, it's not about what I would require for anybody else. It's simply what I would require for me, for me to feel comfortable in the role. And like, I know the 1920s and really all the early 20th century was overrun with different occult or esoteric movements actual cults in Los Angeles where every Hollywood person who wanted to make it was had a special like palmist or some kind of card reader or Dakota ring <laughs> uh, who was trying to, you know, sh- like they're trying <laughs> to get an edge. Then of course, Aleister Crowley was like, you know, active. His uh, Thelemic society was in full effect at that point. You got and- that spooky book from the 1920s right behind you underneath heroes of destiny. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 This, well, this, this, uh, this spooky book, this spooky book, uh, Oh, I uh, thought you were pointing to Neuromancer. <laughs> I was like, it was pretty scary. This this isn't from the 1930s. This is from uh, 1956. It's called Spooks Deluxe, Some Excursions into the Supernatural, as told to and recounted by Danton Walker. I, I, these I, are all stories from that time. These were recorded during the 1950s, Doug. But, not, they, not but if, you, re, if you... 30s. If you, if you, yeah, they, but they t- some of those stories take place in those time periods. I suppose so. I suppose so. I mean, I read one that took place in the 1880s. Oh, I'm, I'm just like, oh, geez. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> I, did, I did get this book for you, and you conveniently left it here. Yeah. So uh, After reading it. <laughs> so I wanted an excuse to read this intro for a while, so I might yeah. as well with, well do it. To begin with, sure, I believe in ghosts. Why not? I believe in atomic energy, in television, radio, the telephone, the electric eye, and a thousand other man-made miracles that we take for granted today, but which a century ago might have been ascribed to witchcraft. I believe in allergies, which at one time were ascribed to witchcraft. (laughs) Hay fever was, at any rate. I believe in animal magnetism, malicious or otherwise, and that indescribable element that makes people fall in love. I believe in life and death. Some people are born to the world colorblind or tone deaf or without a sense of smell. Do they think we're crazy because we can't see, hear, or smell things they can't? I've never seen a ghost, and I hope I never see one. But plenty of (laughs) other people have. If there's a steady paycheck in it, I don't believe anything you said. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, so here's how far I took it. I went to a Gnostic mass held by a local Thelemic society. When did you do this? A couple weekends ago. Wow, this is this is recent. Thelema is the religion created by Aleister Crowley based on the general principle of do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Love is the law, love under will. Did you join a cult? I did not. 
You, you sound like you joined a cult. Well, I did a lot Catholics of... Catholics to go I, on these excursions. That's how lot, it starts, I did Doug. a lot of research. You're like, oh, Scientology, let me go into the building and research and talk to them. And then you yeah, come out and you're like, Yeah, let's take a personality test. It sounds good. <laughs> just it's free, it you say? Research. <laughs> yeah, well, that only works if you're, you know, a rube. If you're like, I am looking for something. But the principles that the Thelemic religion is based on is actually kind of nice because it's basically do what you want to do. This is a religion that implicitly says you are an individual, you're on your own journey, and maybe you'll find focus through this religion and this, its practices, but that's not the point. You are the point and what you do to make you a better person. That sounds like they just stole that from the ending theme song to Adam's Family. Do you what? want to do, say what you want to say? It's straight from that. The rap song that, you know. From Adam's Family 2. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, the, no. One? One? I don't know. It was a great song, guys. But it's basically just what you said. And they're very spooky. So. Right. So this is like if the Catholics were hedonists and it was... Did you eat a cracker? It was fascinating. I didn't. There's a communication, as they call it. But in this case, a guy was being baptized. So the only people who, who do that are the priest and... The... Was it at least a cool baptism in blood or something? Well, let me tell you about the service. <laughs> here we go. Okay. So... Get ready. Hold on. Is we're opening a whole can of tentacles here. <laughs> There's two podiums on one podium is some water and the other one is sort of a general podium then there's an altar that was it's very egyptian and esoteric it's got like a black and white checkered floor a couple obelisks a um, egyptian slab like a scene out of beetlejuice yeah like a scene out of beetlejuice yeah (laughs) (laughs) and um it's highly scripted just like a catholic mask there's some words that are said they move around in sort of a figure eight fashion oh that doesn't sound like a cult at all (laughs) well i mean it it is it is it is a cult but not a cult they let you in like without knowing you well yeah they're very friendly people all right i'm sorry i even mentioned this this was not this was not (laughs) to put someone's culture on display and make fun of it it was an interesting thing that i did i don't want to grab any low-hanging fruit and quite frankly you know uh, (laughs) people who people who practice occult religions take enough heat from everybody anyway what you been doing doug (laughs) it's my second attempt at starting deep space nine and i'm four episodes in and, what do you mean? Uh, okay, so I started watching because you can't stand it. I couldn't get into it. I started Deep Space Nine a couple years it's ago. It's really slow at the beginning, so I, I sort of understand. Yeah. It took me a well, couple of tries. Also, it's, it's not even that it's slow. Slow doesn't really bother me, but it's like I. I'm well, having it's, a hard it's time. very episodic. Like later on, yeah. it's more serialized, and there's big story arcs that go on, and like the characters are have a lot more depth to them but in the in the first couple of seasons it's just kind of it dra- it feels like it drags right and it, well everything is still new to me so it doesn't like i give it a lot of credence i think like i give it like a lot of space to sort of you know give it a little bit more time the thing that the reason why it is the second attempt and why i didn't continue with the first attempt is because I was, like, so busy and didn't have a lot of time to watch it. I still don't really have time to watch shows, but, like, I feel like I owed it, you know, because with the new Trek coming up and I haven't seen, like, I've only seen the original series and Next Gen. And, oh. you know, I've just never seen, I mean, I've seen episodes here or there of Voyager. I've seen episodes here or there of Deep Space Nine, but I never, I didn't understand the context, didn't know the characters at all. So I'm like, well, I got to do this. I have to do this right. I got to see it. And uh, the first time around, I just couldn't connect to anybody. And... With all due respect to all of the actors involved, it just like I wasn't grabbed, like I just wasn't pulled in, and I I don't know if it's the writing because I don't think it's the writing. I think the writing's fine. Mm, that's how I feel about Voyager, though. Yeah, I, it's, I, I started rushing Voyager. Like I'm I'm watching all of it like right now, and I'm on the second to last season. I will six. say that the the thing that that the thing that was difficult for me to get used to was Benjamin Sisko, and I've joked before. Really? I jo- I joked before about how 
he feels like he's an alien in disguise as a human acting how he thinks humans act. <laughs> like, he doesn't, like, just this whole, like, he goes from, and granted, I'm basing this entirely off of just the first few episodes of the season. So by the time you get to season seven. There's actually an episode that it's probably exactly totally what different. you just described, but by it, the way. It feels like, you know, Men in Black, you got the little tiny alien in the head. His character just tries to, like, hold himself to a higher standard than he even wants to. I feel like he's barely keeping it together, but that's the point. Yeah. And it's like... No, it is. Like, in the, again, in the first episode, it's like it's like 90 minutes, and he's just... No, it's... Yeah, it's like 90 minutes. I think minutes. in the first, like, couple seasons, there's a lot of... Uh, he's really pissed off at, at uh, Picard. Like, yeah. Like, and, that's and, and, that's and, like yeah, one of the big yeah. plot points yeah, sure. early on. But it's not even like, he doesn't like Picard, therefore I don't like him. It's not even that. It's that he'll... He bound... He sound... He seems bipolar. And well, I don't he, trust he kind him of is command. because Picard killed his wife. But he's but that's already been done with. Like that's like that's over. He's now he's focused on the station. Well, At he's first he was he's like, trying to be strong and like lead this right. expedition on the space station that's the furthest out. But he's also and put way, in an impossible. Like he's he's on a station that's right. not really Starfleet. It's not really Bajoran. He's got to work with the right. Bajorans. And I hate the fucking Bajorans. Oh, everybody God. does. They're so yeah, whiny. I, I, I really want the Cardassians to come in and just fucking. They just should wipe win, them yeah. out. Because like, <laughs> at least that would be interesting. The Bajorans are just whiny, and I'm like, and and, and here's. <laughs> what the thing is the majority what are you trying to say about the palestinian israeli uh, conflict doug <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing i just think that the the, the the here's why i don't like the bajorans i hate the face wow because oh, it's shit. <laughs> is it because they've got the noses it's because they D- okay doug is just straight thing. up racist <laughs> it's are. like they've it's the laziest star trek alien design in history all it is is a different nose and they got the is all it the really earrings. yeah is it really less uh less than trill it's, like it's, trill just have like some spots drawn on that is true well no because they take they take the form of whatever race they're and they just the race yeah. gets the spots well the, the, trill, no, the trill on the show they're only one species the trill are the trill and whether or not they have a symbiote not, is is a symbioted trill because there was one that was right. a klingon once wasn't there and then no they, oh. no this is the trill or a worm creature so i've seen the worm creature that's yeah. the alien no, this, the, is, just, the, the this trill, is just the vessel the trill are <laughs> the actual species of humanoids the right. symbiote is just another organism that was on their planet and they learned how to coexist with it and i and i've i remember the episode with the trill in the in next gen where they kind of explained it, but it's been so long since i've seen it now the trill what happens to them when the symbiote's inside them? They gain all of the knowledge and experience that the symbiote has uh, from all of its previous hosts. So, but the trill, like, does it? So, if the trill doesn't have a symbiote, is it as normal as I am? Like, and like, it has its own feelings, thoughts, yes. emotions, and everything. Yes, it has gone into bodies that weren't trill. It's it's a it's a fusion of consciousnesses. So the symbiote so has together. its own consciousness, mm-hmm. and combine. so does so does the the uh, the okay. trill. So when and then it it they meld into one. Human, so when Dax not human but moves one being from the one old dude into the current lieutenant Dax, right? It still is Dax, but it has all the feelings and emotions also. Yes, of, of that and trill. like a newer personality and yeah. all of the previous hosts. Okay. There will be extensive episodes that deal with this, and I'm sure there will because they've already they've already like started to dip into it a little yeah. bit. Um, I hate Dax actually. But, really? It's probably her hair. Anyway, <laughs> but but still, at least there there's there's a really unique biology to it. There's a really unique story to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a human basically with dots on their face. But the Bajorans. Well, if you're you were just originally poking fun at the aesthetics of the race, so that's <laughs> right. why I was like, well, but they no, just no. draw spots on say, the other yeah, one. Yeah. No. You're, you're, <laughs> 
that's true, but the Bajorans still, so far, there were Bajorans in next gen. I think yeah. the humans are the laziest. There is looking no, race. yeah, the humans are the laziest. <laughs> they nothing, they to do nothing, them. nothing to improve the humans. Uh, but the Bajorans, I have no idea what the biological differences are. I have no idea what they're capable of that are different than what the humans they are capable of. They have two penises. We'll get into that Yeah, I was going to say, wait until they take the trows down. Uh, also, I might add, uh, betazoids, that's super fucking lazy. Yeah. Betazoids are super Some dark lazy as well. They do actually just look yeah. like people. But at least the betazoids have like these psychic abilities that makes them different from humans. I don't understand what the difference between a Bajoran and a human is other than the nose. Uh, culture, genetics. Jeez, Doug. Yeah, I don't, that's, I don't... that's about it. Yeah, it really is. And that is that is bullshit to me. I think they might have like a slightly longer lifespan, like all of the species on Star Trek other than humans. No, even humans have a longer lifespan than we do now. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's just medical science. I don't it's, know. It's, it's, it's medical. Way, the Bajorans are, are, are so far every every Bajoran that I've seen on that show is immature. And and they have it's, PTSD. All of yeah, them. they all have PTSD. Every single one. I can't stand them. Got it. So you Whereas, can't watch the show because of Bajorans. <laughs> it's it's very frustrating. Yeah, it's very frustrating. And, I like Odo. Odo's in cool. In Doug's defense, Odo's though, cool. like the Bajorans were kind of annoying already on Next Gen. Oh yeah, and then and then now we just get so much more of them in Deep Space Nine. Yeah, they're, they're like front and center. At least with the Cardassians, what you see is what you get. I know what they want. <laughs> wow, I understand their motivations. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I understand it. Whereas the Bajorans, they're just a mess. I don't know. They got to get their shit together, and maybe Cisco can make that happen. Well, I can't wait until you get a little bit further into it. Like the next episode, yeah. and 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 again, Cisco. That's nothing. I have nothing against the the man portraying the character, but it's just it. It just feels very the way he talks to Jake. It's well, just weird. We'll, we'll have to revisit this I after you after you are more well acquainted with the Dominion. Sure, sure. sure. But after uh, the Dominion comes in, it's a different show. But man, you think that's episodic? Wait till you get to Voyager. I'm not even complaining the fact that it's episodic. That, I'm fine. Like when things are episodic. Voyager. All of episodes where like people have lived whole lives and are traumatic and months and like spent in prison and not eating food, and then the next episode like nothing happened and my psyche that was is Deep perfectly Space Nine. fine. Yeah. No, I'm saying that also happens in Voyage. Oh, okay. Yeah. But look, clearly, as a Star Trek fan of the original series and Next Gen, I think it's pretty obvious I'm fine with episodic storytelling. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I am yeah. more than fine with episodic storytelling. So that's not what, what bothers me. But I'll keep it just, up. Just you wait till they, they form the Niners and chew their whiskey-flavored bubble gum, and then you'll warm right up. Yeah, and then the fucking baseball comes in. All right. I mean, I, I hear the Cooler baseball episodes than it are sounds. cool. No, I hear that those are the fun episodes, but I'm just like, got a lot of shit to get to before I get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Odo episodes are pretty good. Yeah, he's cool so far. You know. I, I toyed with the idea of streaming the, the, the most boring stream ever. If I go on Twitch instead of streaming video games, because I don't, can't set all that up, I'll just stream me watching uh, Deep Space Nine. Right, but you can't show Right, so it'll just show. be me watching it and just you hear... What if they see the reflection of the show in your glasses? I was thinking about maybe doing that. staring at your face. But either way, the only reaction will be like, fuck is this? <laughs> Who's this? Is that an alien? And then just, oh, you, like a person. And then just you sighing every <laughs> like, five minutes. Yeah. Every, uh, oh, here's Odo. Everyone be quiet. <laughs> I was like, you know, whatever. But Do you, do you watch the opening every single time? Yeah. Just because I, because <laughs> when I would watch Next Gen, the opening would get me psyched. It's a like, lot easier this. on that show than than Enterprise. Oh, oh. Enterprise <laughs> is like, oh god, Enterprise is like, oh god, <laughs> fast forward, fast forward, come on, skip it. <laughs> anyway, didn't it's want to turn this into a whole other Star Trek road. episode. No, this is another Star Trek episode. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> it's new to me. That's what Doug's been doing. How about you, boy? I'll try to keep mine a little bit more abridged, but uh, <laughs> I, as previously mentioned, I'm in the middle of buying a house, which apparently in the is middle, gonna take I'm like, at the end. It's going to take like 10 times longer than w- what Brandon has experienced <laughs> for some reason, even though I keep being repeatedly told that it's normal. Uh, 
But anyway, um, other than that, uh, I, I had a really fun adventure today. Uh, I bought a phone off Craigslist. Uh, which I'm never going to do again. <laughs> I, I could have told you that. This is already funny. I don't even know no, where there, it's going. So, there are any sweet pics on there? <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, w- I wiped it out. Uh, so uh, I didn't get you know screwed over in person or anything. Uh, <laughs> the, the phone is it's fully functional. It's great. I got a really low price on it. But it turns out that I got a really low price on it because this woman didn't pay her bill. So it's blacklisted, and uh, apparently as soon as I stuck my uh, SIM card in it, uh, Verizon was like, ha nope. And then Wait, not they only- can blacklist an actual phone, not the yeah. account associated with it? For some reason, I, I think it's because maybe uh, they purchased a phone and they didn't pay it off. So weird, okay. I'm pretty uh, sure that's what uh, it was. They sold you a phone that so wasn't paid off if they didn't complete yeah. that, if they didn't complete that contract, I'm pretty sure that's what happened here. So they paid so, like $200 on a $500 phone. Exactly. You you're stuck 300. with. Yeah. Uh, right. But I can't e- I, I called them up and I can't even pay it off. <laughs> Why not? And and the and the the real rub is that it blacklisted my SIM card. What? <laughs> So oh, I, I pulled the SIM card out of my phone and I put it back into my old phone because I was like, okay, f- screw it. I'm just going to you know, use my old phone, whatever. And then it wouldn't turn on. And I was like, uh, what's, what's going on? Why, why can't I use the internet or make calls? So I went into the Verizon store and uh, they're like, well, actually, of course, in the store, they didn't know. I had to personally call the fraud department and, and talk to them for a while. But uh, it, it took a little bit of convincing, and they finally unblocked my... Uh, they had to sell me a new SIM card, of course, uh, because the old one they couldn't use anymore. So, Jeez. And then I got home, and uh, I didn't take my... Uh, I, I didn't know anything was really super wrong with the phone, so I just took in the one that I wanted to use that I just bought. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, then they're like, oh, okay, well, we reactivated the SIM, this SIM card. Take it home. So I t- took that home. I put it in my old phone. And they're like, oh, yeah, it'll work fine. It still didn't work. So I had to call him again. I had to call him up and talk to him for like another half hour. And finally, I got my phone back to working. And uh, yeah, but there's a silver lining to the story. I bought the phone so cheap from this person that it's still worth more on eBay. But how can anyone buy it? Well, th- it can be used overseas. Overseas, uh... I guess that's what people when they steal your phone they probably are selling it over well, what kind of phone was it you don't mind like me asking lg v20 all right i didn't know they had 20 but okay but um yeah i can either i can either do that or they told me at the verizon store they'll straight up just like trade it in so if i want to get a new phone or whatever they'll just take it and give me credit so i could buy a phone for like five bucks and then owe like 700 remaining and then sell it to someone real quick and they're screwed and it screws their sim card if you don't care about your credit yeah go ahead all right, that's just so <laughs> fucked up. That yeah. is really fucked up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so between that and uh, as Cap mentioned, uh, Call of Cthulhu happened uh, recently, mm-hmm. and that was good. And did did any of you guys watch the Defenders? No. no. Am I the only one? Oh, yes. I mean, I, am I, I going to have to monologue about it for a little while because it was great? I mean, mm. yeah. Would give give a, a brief feedback. I I mean, the only reason I haven't done it is I haven't watched Luke Cage and I haven't watched Iron Fish. And I understand that. Iron Fish. I, 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 <laughs> I would watch Iron Fish. I understand that I don't have to have, but I want to. So Yeah, me too. And I, it, it helps out. out. Um, I, I feel like it's more important to watch Iron Fist and Daredevil than Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Cause, Although those two shows are great. Yeah, both of those shows are great, but as far as accessibility to the Defenders goes and understanding what's actually happening, 
there's a lot of involvement with the hand. Mm-hmm. So Luke Cage and Jessica Jones didn't, didn't really have quite hand. as yeah, yeah. much hand involvement. I mean, they did, but but it wasn't quite as extreme. Um, but it, it was. I, I loved it. It was. It was really good. It might be my favorite uh, one so far. Interesting. There's a, see on. Is it um, is it a spoiler to say who the main villain is? That's probably I mean, I don't that's care. probably Sigourney knowledge. Weaver. Yeah, Sigourney oh, Weaver. I saw it in that trailer. as the main as the main. I feel villain. like you might be in the minority it, from my group of friends that they've been posting that it's kind of meh, but you seem to really like it. I don't know. I really liked Iron Fist, and everybody shat on it too. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'm just really accepting. I really want <laughs> I'm not to, sure. I, I haven't seen it. I really want to like Iron Fist because I just heard it was kind of lame and the fighting was lame and then there's a, just a white rich guy whining even though he's a superhero. I'm still know. of the opinion that there was a few reviews released before Iron Fist came out where they tore apart the the fighting and, and a lot of people went into it looking hating the, the fighting and looking for the flaws and uh yeah, I think a lot of people like went into it with preconceived notions that just weren't well, wiped Danica away. Well, hated it and she didn't read any. She's just like, she watched it without me first off. I was like, hey, that sucked. <laughs> but anyway, she watched it without me. And she's like, yeah, I didn't really care. And then there was like, another group of people that got really mad because Danny Rand was a white guy. But, but it, that's how it is in the comics. It really shouldn't be any other way, uh, according to how the story goes. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's his character. Yeah, him being a fish out of water. He's is, a fish is, out of water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that the whole whitewashing thing I thought was stupid. An iron fish out of water. Iron fist is <laughs> that's actually no, it, 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 that's the problem. Is it he wasn't was a, it wasn't whitewashed? Yeah, that's just how the story was. The, isn't the it character anti white? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't guess, the character is in the, the comics actually a white character? Yes. Okay, yeah. so I don't know why people were complaining. I, I actually i I have a few Asian friends. Um, <laughs> But in my feed, they were all they were all really pissed so, off. Could, could you scoot over here? I want to pat you on the back. <laughs> but <they> were, <laughs> is that what you mad at me? You got some Bajoran friends but, too. Is that why you were mad? But if, <laughs> if some of them posted like they were really pissed. I was like, oh, you get a white dude to do martial arts and Iron Fist. That's fucking great. And I'm like, I didn't want to really reply, but I was just like, I I I'm never read sure Daredevil yeah, a white dude too. He I never martial arts. <laughs> I never read the comic books, and I was just like, I thought he Danny Rand or whatever was always. That's the point. He Bruce, was Bruce a Wayne's white, a white dude. Yeah. Like that's the story. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If if they really wanted to do, you know, th- to ignore Iron Fist, Iron Fist, like Danny Rand's character <laughs> <Iron> is. <Fist. laughs> I have a mush mouth tonight. Excuse me. Um, Iron Fist and Danny Rand's character is is all about being a fish out of water. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That's, that is his whole deal. That's what makes Iron Fist Iron Fist. And if, I mean, you could make him another race that's not Asian, but he kind of needs to be 
somewhere outside of that cultural identity for him to work. However, they do have the character, the master of Kung Fu, who they could have done a show about instead and made him a defender instead and incorporated a bunch of Iron Fist's background into him instead. Well, wasn't Iron Fist one of the original or founder of the Defenders or something in the comics? No one cares about the Defenders. The, Howard the Duck I mean... and the Hulk and, were, and, and Stephen Strange were in the Defenders. Don't count them out. Did I mention the fan theory before about how to make Iron Fist way more enjoyable? What was it? No. A co-worker of mine at work, he told me, he goes, yeah, I watched Iron Fist and I didn't really like it at first because it was just kind of mad. I didn't hate it. But I heard someone online say this and I watched it with this in mind and I enjoyed it like 100% even more. And it's that when you watch Iron Fist, and I'm going to do this when I watch it, the headcanon you should have is that Danny Rand becomes Iron Fist. He gets the powers and everything. But he is the worst Iron Fist in history. But he knows it. And he's trying to deal with that. Hmm. And that's true. Yeah. So I thought they pointed out it, in the, the show. show feels like that. And if that's the way it is, then awesome. <laughs> like I am that I'm, I'm automatically after seeing the trailer, I'm like, all right, he's a kung fu guy. I don't know, whatever. But then it's like, oh no, he gets this magical power, but everybody thinks he's a piece of shit. Then I'm like, okay, like that's a little more. Interesting. Well, yeah, like that's something that I heard people complain about. That like, oh, he's he's you know just this stuck up rich kid and. You know he's he's kind of whiny and he doesn't fight very well and That's blah blah what blah I heard blah. And I'm like watching the show, yeah. I'm like, yeah, isn't that kind of how it's supposed to be? Yeah, I mean, like, really, <laughs> he can't he can't episode one out the gate be the immortal Iron Fist. Well, I think the like problem the is like badass, you, you know? don't like him because you're not really supposed to at the beginning, but by mm. the time the show ends, you still don't like him. Maybe I don't. I, but have I to haven't watch seen it, it yet. It. We, yeah. we need to watch it yeah. together. Well, if you watch the Defenders, you get to watch him square against Luke Cage and see how that goes down. So I can already imagine, but I won't. I, I guess it's I'm going to watch Unstoppable Force. I mean, what I'm most excited yep. for is the relationship building between Iron Fist and Luke Cage. That's really important. I was a bit upset that they didn't start with that. I thought that would have been kind of like good if they were already pals instead of them becoming pals. Hmm. But that would like, be weird. Their bromance the sh- is one the way of my they favorite did those shows. Oh, like, they could bro fist like nobody's business. I mean, the, <laughs> together, boom. There, there could be a shockwave. Yes, they're some of my favorite pals in mainstream comics. Like that's just that's just how it is. They're they're best together, and maybe that was the problem with the show. Maybe just like them not being a duo. You can see that they're trying to start to build that. Yeah, but it's the beginnings of it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, speaking of things that everyone's behind on, I did something this past weekend that um. Some chosen few who have a lot of money to throw around have done months and months ago. I played Virtual Recality. Rick and Morty Virtual Recality. Uh I strapped on an HTC Vive and I got thrown into the world of America's favorite cartoon show. Flintstones? It was was (laughs) fucking great. It was so goddamn good. It's like... What is it? What what happened? All right. So, you know Job Simulator... I was going to say, I think mm. it looked like Job Simulator with a different theme. Yes, but it is Job Simulator in its ultimate form. It's, it takes, it's a self-aware spin on that concept of being in a virtual space, doing mundane tasks, and being so fascinated by how one-to-one real it is. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, with the, the thingamajigs in your hand, clicking a, a, a trigger to make your hand close around a doorknob and opening that door and looking underneath cabinets and stuff, getting on your hands and knees looking like a goddamn moron in the real world, but feeling like <laughs> a hero in the virtual world. But with the humor and interactivity with the Rick and Morty universe, it was fucking phenomenal. It was so weird. Uh, you play a quote clone of morty that rick has around to do 
benign tasks. <laughs> and, and what you are, the reason there's quotes around clone is that you are just a floating head and a pair of floating hands. Like, <laughs> but, like they, but they like acknowledge that. Yes, they acknowledge that. Yes. <laughs> of course. Like you'll, you'll drink something and Rick will be like, oh, that'd be great. Uh, if you had a stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're basically wandering around Rick's garage most of the time doing random stuff and he'll call you in and be like, hey, hey, Clo Morty, Clo Morty, uh, I need you to do this random thing because we need help elsewhere, you know, like, you know, teleport something to here or like I'm going to open a portal and, you know, go out, go out into space and unscrew a bunch of things on a satellite to get a fuse out of there to bring it to the thing to do the stuff. And then you play this like crazy Simon game inside of a shrunken bottle city thing. Um, <laughs> it sounds like the show, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the show. Justin Roiland's monologues as Rick and Morty are fantastic. Uh, hey, turns out in season four, uh, Morty's a canon vegan. He says that, like, I'm that's it, I'm vegan. In season four, I'm going to be vegan. That's canon now. <laughs> <laughs> and he only says that in the game. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, how do I get access to this? Is uh, it just download? Or? Yeah, you get, you get a, an Oculus or an HTC Vive. And, uh, and then download and then steam yeah and then yeah. steam yeah mm. and i mean it and is like twenty dollars it is incredible it is it is so much fun it is so weird i <laughs> i'm waiting for the pickle rick dlc <laughs> the, well there, there was there was a cucumber in there and i was just, like you lay down and let it. everything take you away until you can build rat armor <laughs> the, the the pickle rick experience in vr would be <laughs> would be something <laughs> the rats coming right at you and shit, just punch them away I mean, it is it is really clever how they worked so much into such a small space because you you don't essentially leave the garage, but through the portal gun, you go to an alien world and you go to, like I said, space and the bathroom elsewhere in Morty's house. And <laughs> there really should be a pickle version because you can't move in VR. Yeah. You're just sitting in your one spot. All you got is your hands and your head. And that's that's the pickle, Rick. That's the pickle version. <laughs> Give him a few months. Maybe Until it'll the cat comes along. Yes. And then it all changes. Well, then the screen just starts moving while you're not moving. Yeah. yeah. Just, you just start get pushed that's around. The experience. Yeah. There's a tutorial that's like, lick the cockroach neurons. <laughs> you're like, it should, be like, it, it should be like a roller coaster ride where you are the pickle. Yeah, down the, gets, down the drain. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. So, so Rick acknowledges that you can't leave the garage. And the way... But there, but there's sometimes... You could throw objects outside the open garage or you could throw objects out. You could break the window and throw objects out in the backyard, but you can't personally get out there. So you have a Mr. Meeseeks ball. That's, <laughs> it's, it's a Mr. Useeks actually, because he completely mirrors you. And it's a Mr. Meeseeks with the VR thing strapped to his face. So you throw <laughs> the ball and then he mimes you and you have to figure out how to work backwards to like to bend down and grab something <laughs> off the floor and work your way through. And then if you want that <laughs> Mr. Useeks to go away, you grab the VR helmet on the front of his face and rip it off and he's <laughs> screaming the whole time and then he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds amazing. I wish I had like the $800 for the headset. Well, the Vive did lower in price. 700 It's like 6 <laughs> It's 6 now. All right. Someday. And then uh, in response, the Oculus lowered its price. So and you said, it's still that, is cheaper. this only on Steam, you said? Or can I just well, I mean, you, download there's, it? There's no, you don't, you don't buy hard copies of virtual reality games. That's there, not what I meant. I meant, like, no, where did this game, where does this game for, exist? Is for Vibes, you have to have Steam because it because has all the drivers by. for the, the Vive and, and everything like that. Okay, so see, I didn't, I that's didn't. That's what know. launches the game with the proper. So you forever have to use the Steam like console to use things with the Vive. Steam console? Sorry, the yeah. I mean, there is, the there is a Steam link, I mean, but it's not yeah. a console. It's just I don't really use Steam that much. <laughs> Sorry. 
the program. <laughs> you have used it though, so you're, you're acting like you've never seen it before. It's a program <laughs> you open, you launch games. That's you have to do that with. So, the live. G Willikers, where did it, where do you get the CD for this game? Where do you where do you put it in, old man Brandon? <laughs> it's just a fucking launcher, is all it is. How many discs for the install? <laughs> But you can't just buy a game, install it, and use your vibe with it. How is many? what you're saying, unless you do it through Steam. A game on CD. Am I correct? I don't know. I'm asking. Yes, you yeah. have to. You I'm have to use Steam. discs. Right. <laughs> uh, so gigabytes ain't no ain't no way. There's that much room in the whole world. <laughs> I hate everyone right now. The, the, this show and all the shows on the Nerdy Show Network are entirely listener supported. We rely on your donations. Mostly via Patreon. Patreon is the ideal way to contribute to us. You get early releases of shows and a bunch of bonus content and other features. Other features like the Nerdy Show Lounge. And Mm -hmm. that's a Facebook group that's exclusive to Nerdy Show hosts and patrons where we do a lot of our socializing with the fans. We got some new folks joining us. Three new people have have joined up, including... We have a new patron by the name of Mike Braun. Adam Wolffinger. And Ravens in the Attic. I know you gave me that one on purpose. <laughs> That's a little scary. You know, if you go into an attic and there's ravens in there, one of either one of two things are happening. Well, one, they found a hole and they're nesting in there. Um, or two, they've been trapped in there and they're going to eat you because they're carnivorous. I think Hitchcock made a whole movie about that. No, I don't think so. No? Mm. I must have someone else. He made no, a movie about Iron Fish. It, a, a, common, a common misconception. He made the film Crabs. <laughs> yeah they were they that's, were cg'd out what later you think. <laughs> later they were cg'd out and they replaced them with birds yeah later on in the director's cut it's you the, saw a different crab movie than i did i'd like to be in the foley <laughs> department for that movie it'd just be like a bunch of castanets everywhere <laughs> <laughs> another way you can help support us that's totally free is rating and reviewing us on itunes or Podchaser, and if you're familiar with iTunes, then you'll know, oh, hey, that's where podcasts come from, but it sucks, yeah. and it's hard to do everything, <laughs> yeah. and even rating and reviewing, they need my credit card information. Well, Brave Soul, if you use iTunes and would like to leave us a rating and review, that is great because that's still the number one place for people to discover things. However, Podchaser, we hope to be the iTunes killer. It's a platform built specifically for podcast discovery, and yes, you can listen to them there too. We don't have any reviews from that because folks haven't, uh, haven't reviewed us on there in the past two weeks, but... We're doing good. I, I asked everybody to to continue to to rate us there so we could climb up the ladder. We were in the in the top ten. We dipped down to the top fifteen. Well, now we're in the top fourteen. <laughs> moved up. We moved Woo-wee. up. Considering more podcasts are joining it all the time, it's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, not not too bad. Not too shabby. So please continue to rate and review us there. You don't have to do a review. You can just do a rating. And even better, you can rate single episodes. So if you think there was an episode that was particularly good, and you want to make sure other people find that, like in sort of generating a nerdy show greatest hits thing. Well, go back in the back catalog and make sure your favorites are the standouts with the most reviews or ratings or whatever. But anyway, since Call of Cthulhu has returned, I did set aside some recent iTunes reviews for Call of Cthulhu, and we didn't have any other ratings or reviews to read. So the first one is uh, RPG Tabletop for the Win by Jinx. Wow! Thank you all who contributed to the show. Great characters and great playing. You've inspired me greatly. Thank you. Thank nice. you, Jings. Thank you. Thank you very much. I got one that's uh, titled Fantastic by Real M. Effer. So this is a real motherfucker. This is what that stands for. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't M. know. All yeah, this real M. Effer. That's what it stands for. M. Mm. Effer. Bad M. I, I thought it was Morning Fudge. Real bad M. F. 
fantastic yeah. by real motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> to have a name like that, did he have have to have actually loved a mother? I don't know. Was it real spelled R E E like he's good at fishing? No, no, oh, real okay. as in the real deal. All right, cool. And the uh, uh review says really funny cast and compelling story. Give it a listen. You won't regret it with many exclamation points. It's a lot. So, you know, keeping it real. Now, uh, the one that you gave me at first glance, I thought it was a haiku because of the way you have it written. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> but it turns out that it's uh, it's not a haiku. It's actually a, a, a subject, a an author, and then uh, the review. I'll just read it as it is. A Hidden Gem by Happy Belschnickel. <laughs> a hidden a gem haiku. of comedy and insanity with an exclamation point. I, that could almost be a haiku. <laughs> uh, Shift it around just a little bit. And I, 757. But, uh, thank you. Happy Belschnickel. <laughs> if anyone wants to write us a haiku as a review. Uh, it's I been think, done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weege, I believe, was the... Uh, ah, one. yes. Yes, yes. I think, I think it was oh, Weege. Speaking, speaking of, of. Speaking of, I have one from Weege was already taken. Uh, that's their name. <laughs> that's that their the name. Because Weege was already taken. All right. Uh, this one's entitled, What Would You Consider This Show? They write... I consider it necessary. It's a good review. One, one, one word, necessary. necessary. Yeah. So thanks, folks. Thank and uh, like I said, still, we have no idea when, this, when the show's going to come out, but we're working on it, so sooner than later. Because, uh, you know, previously, we didn't even think we were going to do more. I, I definitely didn't. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about probably the biggest news in video games this past week. Secret of Mana is coming back. Yay. I don't know that it actually is, but it, it definitely uh, rattled our cages. I mean, I, I, Secret of Mana is probably my favorite game of all time. And the remake looks absolutely horrible. It's for Super Nintendo, by the way, if you don't okay, know what so, Secret of Mana is. So it's a remake. I, I think so. Oh, no. Was it a remake or a remaster? Well, a remaster would imply that it's the same thing exactly as it was. But yeah, it's better. a remake. And this is it's worse. This is a game that was formerly, you know, 2D sprites on Super Nintendo and is now 3D models, voice acting, the works. We haven't seen... We, the, the trailer shows no gameplay. It may just be because it's nowhere near being completed, but the animations and even the voice acting and everything is, like, reminiscent of, like, a PS2 or PS1 game. Yeah, now, mm. I don't mind it aesthetically, but I do question why they would make a big deal out of a game that looks like it could run on a phone at this point. Yeah, I mean, they could have used the Unreal Engine. That would have been cool, but no. I, I mean, it, it's a it's a very stylized game to begin with. When they did the, the art for the instruction booklet, the characters were rendered in clay. Like, it has a very... I still have the instruction booklet. And the map that comes with it. I, yeah. I mean, I, I have the map on my wall of the world. At face value, I, I don't mind it. And if we haven't seen any, any we've seen some uh, screenshots of the battle system. But if it's the same battle system, that's cool. Like, I would love to have sort of a, a 3D Secret of Mana experience where everything is slightly different, slightly enhanced. I mean, it looks so janky. It doesn't look nearly as smooth as the original. And the voice acting, I will the, not be able to get past. The voice acting is really bad. Actually, in the trailer, the only voice acting you hear is the main character who... Uh, didn't have a name before. It didn't talk, didn't, as far as I know. Yeah, he was a silent protagonist, but now his name is Randy, and he sounds like this. Chosen? So, does that make me a hero? Like the legends? Fortress? Like the one that destroys the world in that fairy tale? Fuck you, Randy! You piece <laughs> of shit! <laughs> what an asshole. I don't want him to save the world. Fucking, fucking breathy, bewildered motherfucker. My problem... <laughs> With this whole remake, as they missed a golden opportunity to introduce people to the Secret of Mana world, 
because there's really only one or two games that are decent and the rest suck. And the reason I also say they missed a golden opportunity is because the game that was released was never completed. It was being made for like a Sony CD system. And when that fell through, they cut off like the last third of the game and reduced the graphics. Are you talking about Secret of Mana right yes. now? Yes. What? Yeah. When the Sony CD project fell through for Nintendo, they remade, they had to cut like a third of the story, which is why when you get near the end of the game, some of the weapons can't be fully leveled. They cut out a third of the story, reduced the graphics so it would work on a SNES well, cartridge. You'd never know the game is long They as hell. had the opportunity to now finish the game and make it the way it was supposed to be and actually update you're it. You're sure you're not talking about Secret of Mana 2, which was never released in the United States? No, I played the shit out of that one. Okay. Secret of Mana 1. Okay, wow. But they missed out, and I don't know why they're celebrating, like, was this like a 20th year anniversary or something? They're celebrating, like, it's a big deal, and it literally looks like it could run on, like, the first iPhone. It's just a shit game. Which, they did remake, the, they did remake Super uh, Secret of Mana, for iPhones, like just a port with with weird touch, but buttons. it suck. It's horrible. Yeah. So yeah. I, I will say, however, the voice acting does not universally suck. It's just Randy, and unfortunately, Randy's the main character. But you're Randy. I guess you can switch to the other. And two it's Randy you want. with an I. Um, there's also the the girl <laughs> has been renamed Prim with two M's. Don't worry, I'll keep your secret. Ooh. I'll go with you, but in return, you have to help me rescue Dialuck afterward. And that's fine. Totally fine. There's no emotion there. And, and the sprite's been named uh, Popoy. Popoy? It's in my nature to be tricky. I'm a sprite. Don't worry. We can clean up all those annoying enemies for you. Sure. Mm. Why not? But fuck Randy. <laughs> Let, uh. Let's listen to that piece of shit again. <laughs> Chosen? No. So does that make me a hero? No, it no. makes you... Like, like the legends? Okay, you Shut up. Stop that. Shut yeah. up. Oh. <laughs> I just I just saw the beginning of the trailer. He's like, "What's this sword?" And it just reminded me of like <laughs> Resident Evil One. Blood. I hope it's not Chris's blood. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's that's the level of voice acting, <laughs> and pretty much the quality of the character animations too. On the Nerdy Show Lounge, Jeremy said, "I'm always skeptical about these kind of remakes of games near and dear to me, especially after the god awful one for Final Fantasy IV." Yeah, I won't play it. I won't play this new remake. I'm just whatever. Kutsushita said, I really don't know why these remakes need to be 3D at all. I've, I'd have considered a 4K resolution sprites an actual selling point. We can only pray it's still fun to smash monsters and that these bells and whistles don't distract too much. Skeptical, though, considering their apparent priorities going into this remake. Blizzard is currently showcasing how you can make people go gaga for what is essentially a 4K resolution patch with StarCraft Remastered. Of course, in that particular case, fans would not have accepted tweaks to the actual gameplay at all. Oh, yeah. Only graphical updates and back-end stuff. Uh, not even the music and sound effects were touched, but that's all it needed. Just bring the original game and make it ready for the current gen of equipment. Yeah, the original Secret of Mana, I loved it. I don't think they needed to do this at all but but knowing but that we'll have it with an hd you know hookup soon and good, good thing that it's hd so we can check out those <laughs> great graphics which could have been perfectly decent cell shaded graphics but they just didn't render enough it's really no, weird no. such a disappointment boy did you ever play this game no yeah me either <laughs> i don't know what before, we're talking about before your time guys before your time <laughs> i got together 80 dollars of my own allowance money Earned over a, 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 I don't know how long period of time to buy this game. Oh yeah, back when they were seventy nine ninety nine for Super Nintendo. I game. spent that eighty dollars on Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. <laughs> this is, I think, this is is this before Mortal Kombat 3's time? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Still, I spent eighty dollars on that game. I think somewhere around there. Have you um Have you ever played any games by Supergiant, the ones who made Bastion and Transistor? No, but have you played Mortal Kombat two? <laughs> Is that the one where you can throw weapons at each other? 
No, that's uh, that's actually uh, that doesn't happen until at least four. Oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> I paid fifty bucks for Jackie Chan's Stunt Master on PlayStation. That's a good game, though. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it had its heart in the right place. <laughs> Uh, that that doesn't sound like a good idea. It's not a glowing review. Why, it was, it was a great... The, the idea for the game was pitched as you're Jackie Chan and you're running around like in a Jackie Chan adventure, swinging on things, kicking boxes. Jumping and, through chairs. Yeah, and like doing cool shit and getting into cool fights. They should just make a game based on the animated show he was in. That, that would have at least been, been cool. something... It would have <laughs> at least made sense. This was, this, was not, this was not very good. They tried very hard. They actually tried, but it was, just didn't <laughs> connect. Oh, hey! Ha 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 ha! There was a Jackie Chan Adventures video game for PlayStation Two. Yeah, I wonder why I didn't about? play it. <laughs> that is all. Anyway, Dirk Gently's coming back. Yay! I mean, we knew that. We knew he was getting another season. I but... mean, with that cliffhanger at the end of the first season. But there is there is a trailer. Oh, the trailer's so good. Don't know what <laughs> don't know what else to say about it because there's so many spoilers. Like, if you haven't seen Dirk Gently yet, you you need to watch it immediately. It's it's on Hulu right now. Uh, it's like what eight eight episodes something like that. I haven't. Seen yeah, I think it's it. seven or eight episodes. Doug, you need to get on it. Uh, good. Doug, it's, about, it's it's so sharply written. Doug, wait, we we've 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 pitched we've pitched this in the show before. It's about Elijah Wood. Now get on it. <laughs> it's about Elijah Wood. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, him, count me sold. Him as himself. Now get on. They it. talk about how they made those Lord of the Rings movies. Yes, those are all in it. Oh my gosh. What if, what if Doug? What if? Doctor Who jumping into your life and being fantastic and infallible was actually well written and interesting. And there's no time machine. I'd wake up from the dream I was having. <laughs> and the whole, the whole part about him being... Oh, wait. Yeah. And oh, there's well, no TARDIS. Is he an alien? I could say. No. <laughs> then this isn't... All right. Okay. Sure. He seems like one, though. We're not doing a good job of pitching this because I, I intentionally dodged pitching it. But uh, yeah. why did you do? I mean, the only way we could pitch it is by talking about the first. Every time we've talked about a TV show where you all were like, hey, Doug, you really got to watch that show. You've done a terrible job pitching the TV. Same with American Gods. Okay. Same with Deep Space Nine. You all know I'm really good at, at describing things and pitching ideas. So here I go. Doug, do you like British people? Sometimes. <laughs> do you like American people? So, uh, more or less. Okay, combine them in a show made by both, containing characters of both, going on wacky adventures with both those characters. How do you feel now about this show? Sounds like the Arnold Palmer of mediocre. How do you feel about unkillable women? What about psychic <laughs> vampires? All right, something at least. Dirk Gently's got all that and more. <laughs> Tune in. That's, that's at least more specific than Americans and British people. <laughs> how, how about a cat? How about sharks? All right. So, the, <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug the, the universe, the universe is a, a ball of chaos, but a bunch of forces that are bound together by all kinds of, of, of drama and psychic activity. And if you just sort of let it happen, you can in many ways, predict the future, uncover great Aww. mysteries, solve problems. You can stumble through reality in a ball of chaos and, uh, and maybe, just maybe, uh, uncover some deeper truths. And that sounds that... a lot like the American Doctor. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I got it. Have you read any Douglas Adams books? Yes. Okay, it's him. There's an American Doctor Who now? Said so it sounds like an American Doctor Who. Oh. Did you, yeah. Douglas Adams yeah, did sure. Dirk Gently. He wrote it. Oh, really? Yes. 
There you Why go. Why don't you just start Sorry, with that? Sorry, there you go. Just start with, hey, Douglas I, Adams I, made a show. Quite, quite well, honestly. I mean, he didn't make he, he, a show. He wrote, he wrote two books. Yes. He wrote two and a fragment of a book. But it's got his humor. His based on his, it's so, got okay. his humor, his so wit, and his writing. I, I, I thought that that went without saying my mistake. So I'm you could have started it by just saying, all right, there's these books. There's a, there's two books written by Douglas Adams called Dirk Gently, whatever. They made a show about it. And I go, oh, okay. Makes sense. There Ready you to go. go. There you go. All right. So man, you guys burying the lead. I hey, I got I'm, it. Hey, later. You got it. You got to. I, I right, got a bathtub. I got a toaster. I can make sure this never happens again. <laughs> like like if it, if I was trying to describe Deep Space Nine, I'd be like, do you like aliens? Do you like um space stations where sometimes aliens walk around on them? It's like, are you talking about Babylon Five? No, I'm not talking about Babylon Five. <laughs> How do you feel it's about different- aliens where they just put some crap on their nose and they call them yeah. aliens? <laughs> and then I'm just like, look, man, I don't know. I just I like it, you know. Is there any way you can describe it? Well. It's based on this thing that Gene Roddenberry made called Star Trek. Oh, why didn't you say so? (laughs) (laughs) You guys got to work on that. I'm sorry, we're not. I'm not good at pitching. I'm not good at pitching. You got to the point there. You got to the point. Cap and Boar are supposed to be the ones that are good at pitching things and describing things. I'm not good at it. All right. What else? What else? What? uh, What? uh, So okay. Fuck you, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Dirk Gently season two. Okay. Well, cool. you need to watch the first. You can't just watch season two. You if you haven't the seen the trailer, one. if you've watched the first season, definitely watch that trailer. You're going to get hyped. Holy crap! Hype level is so high. Looked really, really. really I'm just good. wondering. Uh, I'm wondering what happened to the kitten. That's all I'm going to say. I've been uh, I've been checking out the recently released cartoon series OKKO OK Let's Be Heroes. Oh yeah, I just watched an episode of that less like maybe an hour ago. Yeah, because I showed it to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's um, it's from Ian Jones Courtley, who's a major feature of uh, Steven Universe, mm-hmm. and uh, you also might know him from uh, Bravest Warriors. He's the voice actor who plays Wallow. It's a weird show. There was a pilot for it that came out back in 2012, maybe. Long time ago, the same round of pilots that were publicly released by Cartoon Network that contained the original pilot for Steven Universe and Clarence, and then also OKKO, or as it was known at the time, Lakewood Plaza Turbo. And of the of the roster of pilots, it was third best. I didn't think they were doing anything more with it. And now they've got this new show where the much like how Steven Universe was completely different from what they showed then completely different like very uh the the show's weird because it's very poorly animated it uh there's not a lot in the way of frames uh the designs are very simplistic but it has a lot of character i don't know if they were told like hey we got this budget so you could do x or y with it and they tried to you know get the most bang for their buck but it's interesting because it changes every episode is very different it's almost like you know uh Cartoons are very much based on what's storyboarded, visually speaking. This is like what's being interpreted in the storyboards is never consulted like via model. Like it is just (laughs) what's drawn. Sometimes styles will change drastically in the way that the characters emote. It's like there's a basic idea of what a character looks like. But how that is expressed is totally random, very fluid. It feels like you're flipping through a sketchbook at, you know, like 16 frames a second, you know, <laughs> like it's it's about a world where it's kind of it's based on anime and other I mean, cartoon it's, it's tropes based on like fighting RPGs. games. Yeah. Basically, you throw a bunch of nerd stuff in a box, anime, professional wrestling, uh, collectible card games dungeons yeah and you shake it all up 
and then you get this show about a shopping plaza in a weird world where there's a maniac doctor who builds robots across the street and tries to destroy things all the time oh i didn't even and get to that part i didn't it, even know there was a it's, story it's like there's a plot but there's not really a plot it's kind of about a bunch of characters hanging out but uh like every every person in the world has a power card and the power card has a picture of them and shows what their level is their power level and those will get updated and like but it's the real world that's the world that they live in and the main character is this little kid who wants to be a hero when he hangs out with a couple uh cool deadbeats working <laughs> at a bodega but the what I saw of it um, earlier was it was pretty hit or miss because you showed me one episode and I watched it fully and I was like, man, it was all right. But it's nothing I'm going to give a shit about. And then you showed me another episode and I was like, that was a really good episode. Why are they so drastically different? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. But just one was really amazing and one was just like, meh. They it's do. also different humor in both. Oh, yeah. One was like, whoa, that's more, way more adult and mature. And yeah. then the episode before I was like, I don't care for this. Well, one was like Adventure Time and the snorks you know and and uh <laughs> clarence and uh fucking being puppy cat and all these shows mixed together you know it's, it's very hard to describe i mean it is it is written and storyboarded by a lot of different people oh i mean that's probably why but the thing that makes it distinctly different is there appears to be not much in the way of editorial oversight of like hey this is off model it's like oh that's off model that's fun keep doing it or you know hey this is completely different in tone from what was before that's fine keep doing it <laughs> All right. I mean, as long as they keep making it's, good episodes, I'll watch it. It's a roulette it. wheel of a show. And but it's not <laughs> but it's never bad. So it's mm-hmm. just so it's kind of fascinating and I've I've watched all the all the the episodes so far and and have have really enjoyed it and gotten varying degrees of invested. But when it's on, it's really on. If you see any one episode, uh probably check out We Got Pests cuz that was the one that really impressed That was the everybody. good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Struck a chord with us. Yeah. All right then. On that note, we're going to get the hell out of here. We'll see you next week. With, uh, I don't know, something. <laughs> <laughs> Taking us out is a track from Megaran and Kay Murdoch from their Forever Famicom album. This is a uh, rap over the top of a beat constructed out of a secret of monotune. It's called Player Two. Sometimes I need someone to hold me, hold me down. Cause you know a player gets lonely, lonely. Now strike me if you're able to. You can be a player too. Sometimes I need someone to hold me, hold me down. Cause you know a player gets lonely, lonely. Then you can't hang with us Cause this game's so difficult It makes me wanna cuss I feel like I'm getting ridiculed By scores of enemies Who literally respawn every second You kidding me? I'm riddling these cats with shots And it ain't facing them Or making them retreat Man, they think I'm trying to play with them I made it this far on my own But now I hit a wall Hurting ain't no fun Unless the homies get involved Getting all frustrated I hate it I'm jaded I wanna take it out Power off Never again play it I'm faded Should've been in bed Hours ago I called you I tweeted where were you when I needed you? Sometimes I need someone to hold me, hold me down. Cause you know a player gets lonely, lonely. Now strike me if you're able to. You can be a player too. Sometimes I need someone to hold me, hold me down. Cause you know a player gets lonely, lonely. Now strike me if you're able to. You can be a player too. They got me cornered, I'm a corner. If you're gonna get a corner, then I think you ought to become a supporter. Enjoy me if you're able to. You can be a player too. They got me cornered, I'm a corner. If you're gonna get a corner, then I think Co-op, aliens, armed troopers, the robots I know not what I would do without y'all Doctors making house calls, running out of ammunition I'm hit, I'm a sitting up, listen up To my transmission, come and pick them up This is what a player do, promise I'ma stay with you Wolverine and Sabretooth, bro 
brothers in arms recover the bomb Some we got the weather the storm <laughs> My hammer a dawn, calamity gone I can't go wrong, my family's strong Got infinite continues, I'm with you until we end it Revenge is so splendid, showing me nothing to contend with You with it, I'm with it, till it's wet it, exquisite Ain't leaving a spot, till every achievement's unlocked Got the feelings fleeing in flocks, bringing heat to the block Boy, up, up, down, down to ABBA But with you from the beginning, every step of the way Killing with no delay, call me, make it a three-way Come on, the times I need someone to hold me, hold me down Cause you know a player gets lonely, lonely I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.